Good morning. Good morning. You ready? Always. What are you ready for? We're talking about words. We're talking about the power of words to manifest in our lives. The power of words to shape our reality. Shape our reality. Create our reality. And this this goes um, hand in hand with the what are we on now? Sixth sixth track of Brave New World. The time is now. Uh, the journey to a brave new you is the power of words in our lives. Yeah. Words create reality is the actual name of the topic. That is our topic. Words yep. create reality. Um, you know, the first example of how words create reality is actually in the Bible. Hmm. God said, let there be light. Hmm. And light came. Hmm. And yet, we spend so much time doubting that words actually create our reality. And we use so many words that are inaccurate, that are harming, and find it weird that, you know, those things manifest in our lives. Mm. And that is actually the, you know, the book that I keep recommending on every show here. <laughs> my favorite book by Don Miguel Ruiz, um, The Four Agreements. That is actually the first agreement. Is um, impeccable word. Mm. It's about using your word in the most accurate way to express what it is that you want to express. And then making sure that you're using your words uh, for good intention, no gossip, no uh, wishing harm, no calling people stupid. Unless they're stupid. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the biggest part of that that I deal with most of the time is um, it comes down to reactiveness. And a lot of times what I can do is react uh, to certain situations with harmful words uh, against myself or against others, which in turn comes back to being harmful against myself. And um, I'll react to a lot of different situations um, in that way where somebody will say something to me and then I'll react with i I'll even use curse words that usually never make me feel good. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have a but incredible... You know, um, what? Go ahead. What? No, no, finish. No, I don't have an um, example of that right now. But uh, okay. um, I just want to connect what you were saying, that you using curse word doesn't make you feel good. Hmm. And, you know, uh, Johan says... Word is an energy form. And that is very true. The word that we put out is also the energy that comes through us. Mm. So when we talk about uh, the impeccable word, like keeping the purity of the word and, and keeping your words very accurate and very precise to what you want to say, then it is about the energy that comes through you. Mm. But, then, but then if it's words... All right. See, that's not that's not a to me that's not one hundred percent correct because 
Um, if, if the word is an energy form, there's also the energy that you can put behind the word. I mean, you can tell somebody that you love them and not even mean it. You can, and then that's how it comes the other side. I know, you know? but it's still and the word love. Which has been manipulated in many, many, many ways. It doesn't matter. We're talking about strictly words here. I'm not talking about energy. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I'm talking about words. Yeah, you talk about words. When words where they're empty for meaning are very harmful. Mm. I mean, think about it. What if somebody comes to you and promises you a million dollars tomorrow? Now, you believe them. You make plans because you're getting a million dollars, and then nothing comes. How harmful is that? But it's just a word. I mean, there's nothing bad with a million dollars, you know? Well, I think it's the same case in point that somebody comes up to you and they very lovingly and jokingly say, oh, I hate you. I disagree. That's cool. You can disagree, but it's the same exact thing, just the flip side of it. No, because there's nothing harmful in the word, in the words million dollars, but there is harm in the world, in the word hate. And in fact, you can see that in, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the, of the researcher that did the research about water. Remember that crystal research about water, mm -hmm. how they crystallize? Mm -hmm. So when you put harmful words on them, you see that in the crystallizing. I think it was harmful energy. I'm sure it was it, harmful words. How was it harmful energy? There was no energy in it. They fill up the tube of water. I would like to see word. a different study done where you're using the word hate, but you're putting completely loving energy into it. I would just like to see. That, that would be a study that could go on as well. Because what we're talking about here and what, you know, what I'm really talking about is the, is I guess it, it, there, there has to be very clear, it's just about shut up, <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's shut not the power up of words. <laughs> and stop talking so much and just say the things that are meaningful, I guess, you know, say things that, uh, I can't imagine how much energy is being, you know, wasted and put in so many different avenues, um, depleting us when we're just talking. Whatever comes to the, the head, all these words, whether we're talking about somebody else or whether we're talking about this situation that happened and how much we hate it and all this stuff, I don't know. Um, Sometimes I can be using it as an energy release as well. But. Well, here's the thing. Um, I want to take you back to what we were talking about, the word hate and its meaning. Mm. Hate has a collective consciousness putting certain energy into that word. Uh -huh. So until that collective energy has changed, that word brings harmful energy with it. So even if you say it once with loving energy, there's still billions and billions of people with so-and-so years of history putting harmful energy in it. 
So the energy still carries, I mean, the word still carries that energy. Mm. So even though initially you'd be right, if we are making up a word right now, and we'll start circulating that around, and it catches on, then yes, it will have the energy that it will accumulate. Mm. But if you're talking about words that have been around for so many years, yeah, it has its own energy baggage. Mm. So how can our words create a reality? Um, I think it's, it's not just the words, it's the word and their meanings that creates mm. our reality. So if we walk around ranting in our head, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, then this is sort of what we're putting out there. Uh, well, as if you go around and you know that you are incredibly smart or that you are incredibly creative, then that is what you're putting out there and that is what people receive, whether they're aware of it or not. So sometimes and those words, would be the words that you speak. Not necessarily. That's what I wanted to say. Sometimes it's not even the words that you speak. It's the word that goes around in your head that affect how you carry yourself and, in turn, how you communicate yourself. Because communication is, a lot of the time, more than just the words. It's how you carry your body. It's your body language. It's everything else that comes. Mm. Um, which is why... When somebody comes to you and goes like, oh, I'm the best person, but their body language gives you a whole other feel, you wouldn't believe the words. But well, if they keep repeating that in their head until they start believing it, then when they come to you and say, I'm the best person, you know they are. You mm, know it. And they probably won't say it. And even if they do, you believe it. Mm. And why shouldn't they say it? If you're good at something, you sh there's no reason to be ashamed of it. Hmm. I mean, I want to remind you of a producer that we worked with on the album that we sent a message to saying, do you know somebody who can do this? And he sent us a message back going like, I'm the best person for this. Hmm. So... Hmm. So yeah, I think, I think words have a lot of meaning because A, there's an egregore, like a, an energy, separate entity of energy that is going with that word. Mm. Uh, and B, it it's really is how we use it. Um, like, if you want to... Okay, let's take a simple example. Like if you want to talk to somebody and make it sure that you're the boss, you will talk to them in your own space when you're surrounded by your stuff, and they're probably less comfortable because they're in your space. If you want to have a really open exchange of ideas, of conversation, you know, brainstorming, it's best to do it in a very neutral environment where both of you are, you know, equal. Well, if you want to, I don't know, maybe break somebody some bad news or you want them to feel very comfortable with what you're about to say, if you have that conversation in their space, they are more comfortable. They are safer in their own environment. Okay. So, you know, the words that we communicate come across very differently 
depending on a lot of other things. Mm. Mm. Um, so when we talk about words creating our reality, it's not enough to just blurt them out. It's also about the, the accuracy of, or as much accuracy as can possibly be achieved. Mm. But it's also about, it's even deeper than that, and going into intuition and things like that, that really, um, I mean, the whole thing that you were just talking about is being collectively intuitive about a person's uh, experience and being compassionate and being aware of the other person's needs when having a, a conversation about them. Yes. You know? Yes, I feel that, you know, when we really break it down, I mean, words are not just a bunch of letters put together. No. You know, their meaning is much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in, in the occult uh, philosophies, words actually have meanings on, on a few levels. Mm. One of them is actually the, the letters, the shape of the letters mm-hmm. that you're using. The, the number of the letters, the, the way of the letters. So if, you know, I see a lot of shorthand writing in text messages. When you get a what, which is instead of a W-H-A-T, it's just a W-A-T. Uh, W-T. <laughs> uh, I didn't go that far. Um, that actually, in, in, magic, uh, in magical um, philosophies, in mm. the occult philosophies, that actually makes a difference, mm. how you spell the word. Uh, whether you write it in, in you know, Latin words or Hebrew words or one of the magical scriptures around, that makes it different as well. So it's the shape of the word, the sound of the word. Mm. Um, I think even if we can't hear the H, it's there. Mm. Even if it's not pronounced, when you say what, you know it's there. It, it is sort of being pronounced without being pronounced. Mm. And that makes a difference too. Mm. Uh, and then there's the so it's it's the shape, it's the sound, and it's the meaning mm. of the word. So it actually worth, works on three different levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the egregore, of course, which may or may not help. Um, so so words. Uh, I don't know. I mean, let's take it back to like everyday life. You know, to the way that we communicate with one another. You know, uh, there's so many. First word just, you know, randomly put in sentences, which, you know, personally are just offensive to my ears, you know. Mm. Uh, but, but I wonder why. Because for me, they take away from the accuracy of what you want to say. I know, but culturally, they're just, they're just words, because curse words are different in different languages and, and things um, like that, so... I mean, what, what is, why is it important to say it was, it was uh, I don't know, fucking amazing, instead of just saying it was so amazing? Because it's... It, uh, <laughs> there is no reason. There is a reason. It's just because that, that can actually express more of, you know, there's a deep-seated, I would call it maybe anger in most of people in the yeah, world. I agree. Okay? And this is a way to actually sort of express that anger, you know? Even though something's amazing, you still want to sort of put this whole... 
So you think the best way to express anger is just to blurt it out on the other person that you're talking to? Because that's what you're transmitting, That's right? what most people are doing. That's right. the thing. They're, they're, display, they're displaying and expressing their anger and hatred towards another person and towards the universe and towards life and towards whatever it is that they can express it towards. Right. Now imagine if instead of expressing it or blurting it out on, on you know, right and left, wherever they can, which, you know, in turn shape the reality of this world. I mean, look at the world that we live in. It's wonderful. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So much hate, so much war, so much racism, so much... But that's all what you look at, because I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing the most beautiful uh, green mountains and lakes. And and the green mountains and lakes are not speaking to you. But in the world of people, expressing a lot of this anger through curse words... Where, you know what, they really are not necessary. This is the world we live in. Now, if you're angry, go find a way to direct your anger by, you know, boxing, running, uh, screaming your heart out. Boxings could be on another person. Why? I'm not talking about boxing another person. Don't, okay. don't try to manipulate my words here. I'm just saying. I'm not manipulating your words. I'm actually making it so it's a little bit more well-renowned for the actual listener that's listening to this thing because they could think, go box, and the first thing that they think of is about beating up another person. I didn't say go fight somebody on the street or go, you know. You said go box. So yeah, go box. Boxing is in the ring, actually. Okay. Don't start. <laughs> But yeah, find an outlook for that rage and anger, you know, and not blurt it right and left for, you know, in a public space where it reaches every person, you know, in that radius. Why? Why, why cause that? This is the environment we live in, all of us. Why not keep it pure as possible, clean as possible? It's not pleasant to, to live in a dirty street. Why would you contaminate your energy field with that. With words. With words. The energy, harmful energy of words. But then, that's the thing. If there's, if there's that deep space of hatred inside all of us, it doesn't matter if we're keeping it in or we're putting it out, it's still there. And the more that we bottle it in, but the I'm more that it could be bottling. completely disrupting our internal energy. So we have to find very, very, very creative ways to express that hatred yeah you know fine but don't contaminate it with every words or every other word that comes out of your mouth because then it's not only harming you because that energy is not released it's still in you yeah and now it's harming other people as well so Mm. any other good stuff in there any other good stuff? Let's see, let's see. Anyways, you can go check out our page that deals with this. Um, www.fullmoonrisingmusic.com slash B-N-Y wonder W-O-N-D-E-R dot H-T-M-L I also want to mention um, NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming mm. which is uh, a good way to learn how to use your words Hmm. um, to achieve what you want. Basically, neurolinguistic programming talks about... um, I'm going to quote that one. One minute. 
Okay. The title refers to a state of connection between the neurological process, language, and behavioral patterns that have been learned through experience. So basically it's learning to connect how you feel to certain words. So it's reprogramming yourself. And when you do that, this is what we talked about at the beginning, if you really believe you're the best person, when you go out and say that, it's true. Mm. And this is what comes out. So search up NLP. Yeah, I guess it all comes down to really just like, before, like think before you speak. I don't yeah. know who said that, but like when we're about to talk about something or speak about something or react to something, if we can find a gap of a second or two just to become aware of, okay, I'm about to say this. What kind of effect is that going to have on my reality? I'm about to tell this person that they're a complete idiot. Now, how is that going to affect this person? How is it going to affect me if I say this to this person? I'm about to get angry about something and curse the person in front of me. How is that going to affect this person? How is that going to affect me? And also, remember that words that has been spoken cannot be taken back. Yeah. So even if you go back and you say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, it's already there, the damage is already done. Yeah. So you can't undo the damage. You can maybe heal the damage, but you can't undo the damage. Yeah, exactly. And words can have incredible psychological effect. Uh, I know that every time, you know, I get upset about something and I try to, you know, belittle you or something like that, I feel awful about it. You feel awful about it. So there's double, there's double. Yeah, damage. Damage done. Yeah. You know, and then if I say something loving and something inspiring and something that lifts both of us up, same thing. Double. 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 Double the joy. So yeah. what what kind of reality do we want to create? You want to create double the Harm. pain or double the joy? You know. Yeah. And that's the. Like, if we can just bring awareness into every moment. And then in those moments where maybe our initial reaction is just to look at that person in front of us and go, oh, you piece of, but nothing comes out. Mm -hmm. You hold that in. You go find a way to release it, sing a song, do whatever, because there's many ways that you can release this type of energy. And then you come back and you share loving, uplifting words. Then you've kept the anger neutral you yeah. haven't harmed anybody you haven't harmed yourself you yeah. know you expressed it out in in a different way and also, like that song i wrote um transforming the rage mm-hmm. beautiful just anyways go ahead what were you I, gonna say? I was just gonna say um that it's not um it's okay to give criticism to another person. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's just choose your words. But there's ways to give criticism. Exactly. Choose the words that you're using. Yeah. And you can come to somebody and say, oh, what you're doing is complete worthless. That, yeah. Like what I'll do with you a lot of times. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? That's just, oh, God, that that's just, no. You know? And like this does not empower inspire and it doesn't help make it better because the other person doesn't always understand what is wrong yeah, or exactly. what needs to be improved or what needs to be changed 
Exactly. Which is okay. I mean, I don't think anybody will have a problem if you come to them and you say, you know, I would like the work to be a little more this way. Maybe yeah. you can... And always, I think what is most beneficial to me is to point out what I like first. Yes. You know, okay, I like that this is like this. And maybe this, we can and change this and that. This. Maybe we can work on this, uh, you yeah. know, because ultimately anything that we're doing is completely coming through the perception of what we believe is to be yeah. beautiful or, mm-hmm. or, you know, creative or, you know, it's like, some people say that some people aren't creative. Well, you know, that's just because your scope of what's creative comes through a filter that has been designed by whatever it's been designed by. And also creativity, uh, you know, comes in many forms in the sense it doesn't have to be art. Creativity exactly. can come in mechanical uh, exactly. fixing. It can come in... in it's the act of creation, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's cooking, you know. Making something uh, new. Making something new, you know, which could even be a sentence. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's, but, um, yeah, there's just, I mean, when we, when we break it down, you know, we've gotten into some pretty heady philosophies talking about energy and everything like that. But when you, when you break it down, I mean, everybody out there knows what we're talking about, you know? Yeah, I mean, when you break it down, it really is about, you know, I feel that Don Miguel Ruiz got it, like, very, very accurately, you know. It's choosing the words that will express what you want in the most accurate way. That services the greater whole, basically. I mean, whatever that may be. That will be our addition to it. He just said, express yourself in the most accurate way. And then don't use words to harm yourself, other people, yeah. in the way that you want to look at it. Uh, don't use them to harm. So I think that really... Yeah, and the crazy thing is when you start expressing yourself in more, you know, in these, in these ways, first of all, the things that you may want to change about another person start happening because... You've chosen to point out and empower them to see something inside of themselves, mm-hmm. which empowers them to be able to, you know, become a better artist or become a better lover, or become a better, you know, whatever it is, yeah. you know, that you're seeking. And it's amazing when we can, you know, use our words constructively. And I think Confucius said it the best. Without knowing the force of words, it is impossible to know more. I think that's a good way to wrap it up right there. Yep. Thank you for listening. Share with us what you think about words, about their power. What is your favorite word, Daniel? The first word that comes to was love, but I'm not sure that that's my favorite word. That's just the first word that comes. We'll take it. <laughs> I, I, I do. I the To me... It feels good. It has roots. If it was the only word I spoke, I'd probably walk around saying love, love, yeah, love, love. Yeah, I'd probably use that word. <laughs> good. Because it has so many, it has so many meanings, but the only one meaning as well, and the meaning is great. So, Wonderful. Yes, love love is. Love is. Love is wonderful. Thank <laughs> you.
And we love you. Yes, we do. And have a wonderful day. And we'll talk again next week. And uh, I've been paying more attention to the words that dimension and I been setting clear intentions. Cause every time I do, I'm amazed at what comes through when I see life as my invention.